Hola raza, this is Fernando Amador from Downey, California, and welcome to my podcast, Chicano Cast number 48. It's called How Chicano Are You? and Chicano Mental Health. But raza, before I begin, where the fuck is our stimulus money? They've been talking about this shit for, what, a couple months now? Maybe three months, maybe four months? And um, yeah, some of us are hurting and need that $1,400 that they're promising. So Biden, get your ass on it. If you can't get the Republicans to agree, just give that shit out. Sign that document. Get the money out because people need it. People are hurting. It's a bit late and it won't be enough for a lot of us, but it'll help us. Our raza needs it big time. Quickly, raza, Tiger Woods. What the fuck? You know, he had that incident a while back and now he, um, I guess, got in a pretty bad car accident. And we may or may not see him back playing uh, golf but I remember that he was the basic reason that I started playing, me and some friends of mine. And um, we sucked at it, but you know what? We felt like we could get out there. We saw a guy of color out there playing golf, and not just playing, but kicking ass. The fact that he was local from my area, which is L.A., I think he was from Long Beach, Cypress area, well, made us think like we could do it too. That's kind of what got me started on podcasting. You know, I heard a guy... He sounded like a regular guy, and that was Mark Marin. And I said, you know what? I'll try it. I'll try it for my people. And this is a reason you have to hear this bullshit show. Thank you for, you know, coming back and listening. And again, this is number 48. So, yeah, I've been at this for a while. What about those half a mil, half a million dollars for Lady Gaga's dogs? God damn. I hope this doesn't start people thinking that they can, you know, start kidnapping dogs and, and making all that money because, um, if it's, it's a precedent on that, then it's going to get ugly out there for anybody who owns those. Uh, what are they, French Bulldogs? That's kind of a bullshit that, you know, all that money for two dogs. But you know what? More power to her. She has the money and she wants her dogs back. So good for her. I have a little dog here. My dog's name is Maya. And I probably if I had the money and I needed her back, I, I probably would pay it too. We Rasa love our dogs too. So good for Lady Gaga. But let's hope it doesn't start all these people um Kidnapping dogs, right? So, Rasa, how Chicano are you? So, I came up with a list of 10 questions. They may not be the best questions, but something I came up with quickly um, today and yesterday. And let's start. Let's start with the, the 10 questions. First question. Are you or have you ever been obsessed with Morrissey? Question number two. Are you able to jump from English to Spanglish and to Spanish depending on who you're with? Question number three, when riding in the car, do you have to announce a cop when you see one? La jura, la jura, la jura. Question number four, do you prefer burritos over tacos? Question number five, do you love Kobe and the Dodgers and the Lakers no matter what? Question number six, are you a Raider fan but mostly for the colors? Question number seven, do you know what mapiar means? What about frisiar? Question number eight. Did your family go balls out for your quinceañera? Yeah, and maybe get in debt for uh, many years. Question number nine. Are you proud to be American? And question number ten. Have you at some point realized you're not Mexican, but also not gringo? So Raza, if you answered yes to seven or more, you are definitely a Chicano. But honestly, Raza, even if you answered no to all of these or have no idea what the fuck I'm asking, but um, you're listening to this show, you're most likely a Chicano. 
and you most likely, like me, at some point were confused about where you were from and what your culture was. And this show hopefully will set you straight. Rasa, before I get into the meat of this uh, podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to my friends over at My Grito, My Grito Industries. If you aren't familiar with My Grito, My Grito is a Latino-run independent label and artist collective, helping give Latino artists a voice. Check out what they've been doing at MyGrito.net and on their socials on Instagram and at MyGrito. So Rasa, moving on to something more serious in our community, and that is mental health. That's something that definitely we don't like as Rasa to talk about, as Chicanos even less. I guess I thought about this topic, you know, when my ass got intervened on that maybe wasn't beneficial to my physical or mental health. And yeah, it was a big, a big reality check for me. And that's when um, I realized that maybe it's something we need to talk about more openly. And honestly, me sharing it with you, with my audience, with uh, the trust we have with each other, made me realize that it's something I need to talk about more, bring up, and deal with it myself. But quickly, let me jump in with a a quick statistic, and I'll read this uh, to you from a a document that I I found online. So the USA is about 18% Latino. Of those Latinos, over 16% of the 18% reported having a mental illness. So that is over 10 million people. That is more than the population of New York. Damn, Rasa, that means a lot of us are suffering with some kind of issue mentally, not just physical, not just financial, but mental. But the problem, Rasa, is not having those big-ass numbers having mental issues. The problem is that a lot of us are not doing anything about it. You know, because we basically struggle with the stigma, you know, behind admitting mental health. In our communities, you know, if you admit you have some kind of mental issue going on, or are feeling a certain way, it shows weakness. And some of those, uh, and some other reasons that uh, we may not want to admit mental health is in our community, in our Chicano community, is definitely machismo. Yep, we do have a lot of that. Um, we grew up watching it in movies. Um, we grew up seeing it in our parents, and we feel like we're just, you know, too strong and too manly to admit. And we seek other ways of uh, addressing mental issues that are. Mostly not healthy. Yeah, cabron, like drinking, right? Orale. Another reason is reliance on faith. We are taught that if you pray hard enough, if you go to church enough, then everything will be fine. I'm a little anti-religious, as you know, as I said in past shows. And it's always like, um, you know, suffer here and you're going to get it later. Yeah, when you die, you're, you're going to go to heaven and it'll all come back and, and be great. You'll walk on streets of gold, right? But Rasa, a lot of us want to feel good now, want to walk on streets of gold now. So that reliance on faith, you know, sometimes makes us want to suffer or accept suffering as part of life. Another reason is a general lack of education, not understanding what we feel and therefore not, you know, never never being exposed to the possibility of, of help or therapy for mental health. So... What do we do? We go for hierbas, we go for teas, we go for sobadas and limpias. Some of us go for alcohol. Yeah, I do know that. Orale. And let me tell you just uh, on this fact, a quick story. I did go to dinner a few years back with a sobrino of mine and his wife. And, you know, having dinner, we kind of had a couple of beers and my sobrino and his wife opened up to me that he, you know, has anxiety issues. And the wife said that what he does 
when he feels this way is he starts to clean the fuck out of the house. He just starts cleaning and cleaning like a fool. And um, he just has to get that energy out, that, that anxiety out somehow. Or the other thing he does is he drinks. You know, the alcohol definitely calms you down. So he just starts drinking and cleaning. And um, another thing he told me he does is when the anxiety is so high and he can't sleep, he'll take up to even like six Advils or Motrins and just to help him sleep. So, you know, I did tell him about um, the family struggles and what I know about his side of the family, that it's okay to seek out help and, you know, seek out med- medication if possible, if necessary. You know, I, I told his wife to look for certain signs because, you know, I've grown up around that and been living around that. So I think he he understood. I think his wife did. And hopefully he did something about it and doesn't try to just, um, you know, medicate himself. And the other issue is trust. And, you know, that's a hard one for us as Latinos. We have never trusted the man or the system. Um, we've always learned that, you know, we have to do what we can for ourselves and there's nothing out there for us unless you get it yourself. And, and that's not the way it is. Not always, Rasa. I mean, there's programs out there. There's communities out there that can help you. Um, there's a lot of online resources. And I'll get to those later. Yeah, another reason is just um, family pride. You know, this shit like this is kept in the family. We never want to put it out there to be criticized because you know how our community is. But yeah, so keep it in the family is another big reason, Um, especially because, you know, the way our families are, we love to judge each other. Who's doing better? Who's doing less? But honestly, it's all about yourself and making sure you're good. There's also the issues of financial barriers or the lack of health insurance. No way are we going to pay for somebody to hear our problems. That just seems crazy, right? To pay for that, but yet you will pay the hell out of a uh, of a gym membership or even of these bullshit machines that you bring home and, and work out on, or 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 yervas or pills like vitamins type pills. You'll you'll definitely do that, but you'll never go out and pay for somebody just to listen to you and give you advice. Um, we feel like it's a waste of money. It's something for white people because our real struggle seems to be just in surviving just in making it every day and just, you know, to put food on the table for us and our family. And, you know, with the last four years of trompetas, pinche Trump, you know, a lot of us were affected. And even though he's out, we continue to be affected. I mean, it continues to hurt. And the whole deportation bullshit, I mean, even though a lot of us are legal, we have family that isn't. If you're Latino like me, Chicano like me, Mexican-American like me, I'm sure you have family that is probably not legal in this country and you've always had that little thought and I'm sure they have it even more that they could be deported at any time and lose their, their life. Um, how many children did, you know, did lose, end up losing their parents to deportations? And some of these parents were people who were basically in the country all their life. And yeah, maybe they had a DUI here or some kind of other misdemeanor, possibly felony there. And suddenly they're life was uprooted and, and, and taken away. And yeah, their families pay, their wife, their children, they're left behind. And the feelings they have, is anybody dealing with that? That fear, that anxiety, that depression? Probably not. You know, we're taught to be strong by our community, our culture, and our religion. Yeah, I do have a quick story on that, um, where I, you know, I kind of heard and saw this firsthand. Me and the wife recently went to Tijuana. I know we shouldn't. We did. We went to TJ. We go there to eat at some place called Caesars. It's supposedly the place where uh, Caesar salad was invented in Tijuana. It's a place called Caesars. Um, but before that, we kind of hung out just, you know, where they sell these Mexican curios. 
and had a couple beers at some place. And some of the waiters noticed, you know, that even though, you know, we're pretos and Latinos and Chicanos um, came up to me and started talking and they told me their stories, how they got deported. And some of them, you know, got deported four months ago. Another one got deported over a year ago and how, yeah, they had a couple of DUIs. That seems to be a big problem in our community. How they, you know, their families are back there. They're in Tijuana trying to, you know, make ends meet, maybe send some money to their family and hopefully looking for a way back. Um, I felt bad for them, but I also thought about their families. Their kids are left behind, the wife. Now she has to handle the load. You know, the kids are U.S. citizens, little Chicanos. Yeah, this Trump motherfucker, you know, just tore families apart. Not counting all those people, those migrants who came in and were also separated. So let me go on. This, According to this article, and let me give credit where credit is due, Rasa. This was written by Priscilla Blossom, who is a Latina. And she wrote this for Oprah Magazine. You go, girl, you Priscilla Florecer. Anyway, not sure if you caught that. Orale. Let me give you some quick statistics from her article. That only 10% of Raza actually seek help from licensed therapists. And yeah, I believe that. Even in my family, that's probably true. I mean, I had to have that fucking intervention done on me. Maybe I should have seeked other ways. Um, but this pandemic is hurting a lot of us. It's mentally, physically, professionally. You know, being stuck at home, you know, I've had a job for at the same government agency for about 28 years now. And suddenly this past year and a half, you know, having to be at home every day and working from home, I think has affected me in ways, you know, that I don't even know. Um, so what did I do? I turned to the wrong thing, which is probably drinking uh, just to help me get through this. I should have been doing more goddamn Chicano cast podcast, right, Rasa? But I didn't. But now I'm back to it. And you better listen. But Rasa, there's resources out there, um, but few of us, you know, actually know or, or even seek those out. We just want to man up and or woman up and just um, feel we can just get through it. I, like a pendejo, have good insurance um, or decent health insurance where I can go and seek help, but I didn't. But you know what? If my shit continues, then I will go out there. I will seek some help, um, whether it be a, a therapist or whether it be... AA meetings or I don't know. But, you know, if, if I can't control my shit, then I'm going to do something about it. Hopefully we get back, um, get our vaccines and get back to normal. And then maybe things will be different. Um, but here's something that this article mentions. And let me quote the article. And this is very troubling. The article says there's been an uptick in the number of premature births among pregnant Latinas since the 2016 election. While this in and of itself isn't a mental health finding, there has been an increase in depression and anxiety among parents who give birth preterm. So that means a lot of our lovely Latinas have had their children premature basically because of the stress they've been put under and mostly by uh, the Trump administration where we felt like, you know, we were not part of this country. This is some gacho shit, Raza. Ladies, Chicanas, I know Latinas are expected to take care of their family instead of taking care of themselves first. But if you're not good, if you're not well, then believe me, you cannot take care of your family, not the way they need to be taken care of. So think about yourself. Think about your physical health, your mental health, and take care of that. Do what you need to do. There's a lot of programs out there. So let me go through a couple. There's um, some organizations and information online where um, they can offer some help. Some, you know, require some payment. But a lot of them, you know, will see what your income is and adjust to it. Let me mention a, a few that 
were listed in this article that I read. There's El Centro de las Familias at Mental Health Center of Denver. There's Therapy for Latinx online. This one has nearly 400 therapists in their network. There's Men of Color Smile. And this one is to specifically address the silence men experience, mostly due to the machismo. And then there's this last one I want to mention is called Too Damn Young. It's an online community to help address the mental health issues of teens and young adults. And I believe that a lot of my listeners are young adults. So definitely check this one out if you're having any any feelings or any any concerns about your, your mental health. And Raza, we need, and by we I also mean I, need to normalize going to therapy. We really do. I think it's something that just like going to the gym, uh, just like sleeping, just like eating, um, whether it be with a professional, whether it be with maybe your priest if that works for you, whether it be with a good friend who has good intentions, uh, maybe it's something you need to, to talk about. I remember uh, watching a show, quick story here, watching uh, Bourdain, Parts Unknown. He had an episode on Ar- when he went to Argentina where um, I guess Argentina is one of the countries that the people there do actually go to therapy. I think what he said on the show was that they're the ones who mostly go to therapy in the world. Kind of weird for Latinos, but kind of cool. I remember that show because even he did a therapy session where he said some revealing things about what was going on with him. And then when I found out, you know, Bourdain, you know, took his own life, I really felt bad. Not sure why, because I wasn't such a big fan of the show. I was more a fan of him when I heard him talk and I heard him be so real. I really felt just bad. I really felt like it could have been prevented. Like he didn't need to go there. You know, he had, it seemed like he was having such a good life, such a good time on his show. Why was he hiding these feelings and why didn't he seek out help? And he took the ultimate, ultimate step, you know, to take his own life. But Rasa, let me remind you and let me tell you that this there's, you know, there's there's good out there. There's uplifting news out there for all of us because this article does end with a good message. And that's how I want to end my show, Rasa. The article says we are not helpless. We are not weak. We are not criminals. We are not victims. That means shifting our collective mentality from the idea that seeking help makes us dramatic or crazy. We are slowly but surely beginning to understand that we all have the power to find help and to heal. And that's nothing to be ashamed of, Chicano casters. So yeah, Raza, so let's self-analyze. For me, if it means uh, cutting back my drinking or stopping drinking, then you know what? That might be it. Or does it mean going to therapy, seeking out my insurance and finding that, that therapist that understands our culture and our race? Maybe that's what I need um, just to get through this pandemic. Because if it's necessary, it's something I have to do and something you should do. So what is it for you, Rasa? You know, it's one thing to hurt yourself, but when you're hurting others, especially the ones you love, it's time to take action. And I learned that quickly, you know, with that fucking intervention. So Rasa, I don't want to leave you on a bad note. You might say, que agua fiestas, verdad, Rasa? Pinche Chicano cast, nos aguitaste feo. But I think it's something we all need to deal with and think about. Rasa, reach out to me on machicanocast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know what you're feeling, what you're thinking. And I'll be sure to get back to you, all right? And don't forget to review me. So, okay, Rasa, thank you for hanging in there and listening to this. I know it's not an easy topic, but I'm out. So be sure to email me, review me. Um, again, if you want to reach out to me and communicate anything at all, I'll get back to you. And one last time, I'm going to beg you to review 
this show, to share the show with people you love, people that you know are Chicanos and can appreciate the message I'm trying to put out there. If you do that, that will be your cost. No more gorrones, raza. Put that shit out there. And if you don't know what gorrones means, look it up. Adios, raza. Stay strong. Stay proud. Stay proud in all forms. What's going on, this is? What's going on? Can't get up on me? What is this? Well, it's an intervention. It's an intervention. Yeah, it's an intervention. What about now? What the fuck? You know your show? Your podcast? Chicano cast? Well, 